Where the Whiteboards Are, a podcast by educators about all things education. Today on Where the Whiteboards Are, we're going to talk about cell phones. I think everybody on the planet probably has one. Most of our students have them, especially high school students. So we're going to dive deep into our thoughts and opinions on these lovely devices. So uh, take it away, Jacob. Killing our youth. Oh, sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> Killing? Oh, I, meant their, I meant their brains, but Jacob. I am team keep the cell phones and teach how to use them appropriately. That's where I stand. I think it's a tool. Mm-hmm. Even though a lot of schools are one-to-one with Chromebooks or other devices, I still think a phone as a backup tool can be really handy. And it may not be appropriate for every class, but allow the teacher to make that decision mm-hmm. on a class-by-class, day-by-day basis. I think an overarching policy uh, restricts students and, and teacher creativity, really. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an episode. <laughs> that was great. Beautiful. <laughs> right. Just click the button. Uh, yeah. Um, I have this. Okay. So this year I teach freshmen and I teach juniors and I don't teach anybody else unless you're repeating a class. Um, and it is really, really easy for me to look at my freshmen and tell them that they need to have their phone away. Um, it is oddly much more difficult to tell my juniors that they need to have their phone away. Um, and so I guess like internally, whether this is a conscientious thought process on my part or not, I don't want my freshmen or sophomores to have it out. And I think part of that is because like the content is denser and like, really, what do you need it for? Like, what are you actually doing? You don't really have that many out of school responsibilities yet versus once students can like drive and work and have like these more, I guess, involved external factors. I do think we need to get to a space where, Hopefully I can tell you how to or like guide you through using your phone appropriately at the appropriate time and all of those kinds of things. I don't know if it's like the maturity switch responsibilities or whatever. My freshmen not allowed. Can't manage it. It's terrible. My juniors, we can get to a place where it's a reasonable tool in the classroom. Well, and it's interesting because our school policy is no phones in the classroom, period. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very cut and dry. They can have them. Yeah, they can have them physically. They just can't be out, present, yes. using them, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tell my kids when they come in, because I have sophomores, um, I tell them, hey, once you're in my room, take out your AirPods. I always say, take out your AirPods, your earwax, and put away your cell phones. But- um, <laughs> and, and so oh God. Uh, I don't that's, like it. that's where I start kind of my day is I tell, I remind them because they, that's the other thing that drives me nuts is AirPods, but that's a similar vein, but slightly different mm-hmm. um, because those little tiny AirPods, they can hide them in their hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, it drives me nuts. And I'm like, I feel like you've got an AirPod in, but also I can't see your ear. So I don't know. Why don't you, do you just ask? Yeah, and sometimes they'll they'll be like, mm-hmm. they'll pull it out of their ear, mm-hmm. you know, like a magic trick. But, <laughs> but the otherwise, they don't have them. Um, so yeah, I, I'm pretty strict with my sophomores when it comes to cell phones usage. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, however, told them, hey, take a picture of this slide. You can use your phone for oh, this yeah. activity. That's a, that's a good point. Um, mm-hmm. So I do see the use of cell phones in certain ways. Or I just did a breakout room. And one of the things they had to look at was a QR code, you know, and ran their cell phone to scan the QR code. Because 
our computers aren't going to really do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, yeah, you have a Chromebook. Chromebooks are okay. They're not fantastic when you have, um, you know, everybody on them at the same time. I don't know. It clogs up the internet. I have no idea how that works, but <laughs> it, it but really does limit clogged. them. And another thing that we use is this thing called Smart Pass. Oh, yeah. Um, and so Smart Pass is awesome because it makes them make a digital pass to go to the it's restroom our, or go. It's our hall pass software. Yeah, it's hall pass software, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's nice because then it tells everybody where that student is. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that so like I can make a pass to a teacher. I can make a pass. And I don't have to make the pass. The student makes the pass. So it's very little effort on my end. Um, the problem with it is that that software is sometimes very unreliable. And so then when I tell them to make a smart pass, it doesn't work on their Chromebooks. The software is reliable. They're just being difficult. Do you think I'll that's show you the workaround. Is? We can talk about this a little later. Okay, Put a pin in this. We'll come back. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like I've tried to do it too, and it will just give me the bread X or whatever. Yeah, that's because <sighs> the kids aren't helping you out there. I'll, I'll, we'll, okay. we'll talk okay. about it. Okay. <laughs> so maybe there's some this. better options. Um, but yeah, so I think technology is a part of their life. So no, I don't want them to be on it while they're getting direct instruction. Mm-hmm. But also I see the benefit of them having it for activities or things that we're doing in the class. Yeah. On that, I mean, I'm a little bit ambivalent just because... That was also one of our vocab words. You are you're welcome. It. I was reading your vocab <laughs> you list right before this. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, ambivalence. Oh yeah, because... Like, I think it's completely unreasonable to have this expectation of no cell phones. I'm like, okay, but as soon as you step into the world, right? nobody's telling me I can't have myself, except maybe like TSA, like as I go through a metal detector, you know, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or, or, or whatever. But like, that is not the world we live in anymore. And, it, you know, if we're supposed to be preparing them to move into the world as effective adults and citizens and whatever else, you know, I'm also on that team of like, Teach them how to use it responsibly. Teach them like how to how to use it in not a uh, distracting or counterproductive way. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I need you to not have your phone out on your stand when we're in rehearsal. And you mentioned AirPods. That blows my freaking mind when kids try to sit in rehearsal with an AirPod in their ear. I'm like, how can you possibly, possibly be making music? When you have an AirPod in your other like, music, yeah, right. other music mm-hmm. playing, and then sometimes they're like, it's "Part of my process." <laughs> <laughs> I'm an artist. I'm listening to Tool while uh, we're rehearsing this uh, Claude T. Smith piece. I know that doesn't mean anything to you. I was like, that but was like, a, probably a really good joke. Okay, but like, I don't. Get my it. band director friends are laughing. <laughs> right. But uh, it just, uh, you know, it, it just blows my mind. And then whenever I ask them, sometimes they're like, "Oh, well, it's not on." And then I'm like, "Then why is it? You just really want your ear to be sweaty." Is what it is. Like, you just love that, like, earwax, sweaty feel that you get from having a headphone in for too long. Well, I was trying to play off of Amanda earlier. And it's it's interesting, too, because they'll tell me, oh, it's off. I'm like, how do I know? What am I supposed to do? Put my ear next to your AirPod and (laughs) breathe the same air for a second? Like, I don't know. So just get it out of your ear. Mm -hmm. I also question, at what age are kids getting phones? I think I kind of know the answer to that. But then who's teaching them the proper etiquette with that device? Right. I mean, the answer is no one. In some cases, the parents. In some cases, I do see that. I'm going to give them like 12%. 
Twelve percent of parents. All right, so, that's so generous. But it, nobody taught us. True. It's true. You know. So right. The first time I got one was because we were going on like a big cross country trip, and my mom wasn't with us. Mm-hmm. She was like, "I want you to be able to call me," so she got me like a little little candy bar Nokia made of a brick. Yeah, phone. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yep. Could literally drop kick it and still worked. Mm-hmm. What literally. grade were you? Huh? Do you remember what grade you were? What was okay? Odyssey of the mind. It was. He seventh, organizes by band. Seventh grade. Seventh grade. No, that's not band. That was the gifted program. Oh, I see. I see. I thought that Odyssey. was like your show concept that year. And no, I was very no. impressed. <laughs> yeah, in seventh grade, I was Martin. No. Right. So seventh grade. Yeah, I was. I was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. My sister was in seventh grade, and that's when you start to gain a little bit of independence of like after school practices and things like that. And so yeah. that's when uh, we both had cell phones, um, but we also didn't start with cell phones having internet. Yeah, there was nothing to do Very with my true. phone. Yeah. Like literally snake. Play snake. Yeah, except call my parents and maybe play snake. Like, right, that's, and, then, that's and it. then I maybe had a half a dozen friends that could text. Oh my gosh. I remember when ringtones sounded like a real song. Oh, yeah. oh my God, I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh, these them. 8-bit beeps actually sound like, you know, yellow card or whatever I was listening to. <laughs> <laughs> Ocean Avenue. <laughs> and I don't know if your guys' cell phone bills did this or not, but... Ours would send, my stepdad obviously paid the bill when I was in sixth grade, um, and it would come with every single text message that you had ever sent on a sheet of paper. And so he would just have just sheet after sheet after sheet. Wait, like the words? Like it said the words? Oh, the whole, yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) And not that he would ever read them, I don't think. I don't think he he was. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, this, I mean, it'd come in like a manila. Your mom's definitely (laughs) It'd come in like a a manila envelope. I mean, it was insane. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he clicked, like what special thing he did to allow that to happen. He's like paying extra to be the FBI just for you personally. I have no idea what happened. (laughs) But he had... I think there was a lot more transparency with phones when we were growing up because we didn't have the internet on them. They were limited. So is there etiquette now because of social media, because they have access to all of that? And we can use that as an argument that there should not be any phones in school just because of the, like the access of like everything that you could do. I mean, just Reddit, just read it, you know, they can mm-hmm. access from their phone. Or like from a very pragmatic, like administrative stance, there's so many really severe issues, like student to student issues yeah. that are facilitated by the cell phone. And sometimes that's happening during the yeah. day where like kids are literally coordinating like, oh, I'm going to meet you in this bathroom mm-hmm. where there's no teacher to do whatever sketchy, violent, we actually, alarming. We had a problem with uh, Instagram accounts that were made yeah. last yep. year. Um, some junior high kids just thought it'd be funny to do some relatively inappropriate things right. with, with an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Um, well, multiple Instagram that accounts. That has like the school's name on it. That has the school's is name on it. being taken during the school mm-hmm. day. Like like pictures of people's feet under the stall. <laughs> not, not you couldn't see anything. It was just like there were right. feet in a stall. Yeah. You know still I mean? inappropriate. But still inappropriate. Like right. highly like this is an issue. So there there is the argument to be made that like should not have, but that's, teaching them how to use it appropriately, right? right? Like, that's so, the thing. Is it the school's responsibility to teach that? It's just, just another thing. Add it to thing. the list. Yeah, add it to, to the, the list. list. And I think to a degree, somewhat, yes, if we're yeah. going to allow them in the school I building, agree. I agree. Um, in the capacity that we are, mm-hmm. then yeah, they probably should take a class. Now, I think it should happen in like middle school. I think mm-hmm. when you're seventh grade and you're getting that phone for the first time, and I know that there are some kids that have it before middle school age, 
Um, and maybe that's a different, you know, maybe mm-hmm. for parents out there, they could block the internet. You know, mm-hmm. you have control as a parent on what your kid can have access to on your cell phone plan. Um, but yeah, I think maybe a class is is appropriate. Or like a unit in the life skills class. Right, like you know, it digital literacy in general. Yeah. And digital literacy could include device usage because, like, honestly, that's something that needs to be. We're in a different phase of proliferation of information and lots yeah. of it is low quality. Right. So, like, that's something that I think needs to be taught more of. Yeah. Um, but I actually think, like, our school district scaffolds the cell phone issue kind of nicely because like at our middle school they're not allowed to have it at all it is not welcome Mm -hmm. on canvas or canvas campus um and then so you get to your freshman sophomore classes and the freshman teachers are pretty unified and we're going to support the no phone in class issue like across the board and so the freshmen are just used to that and that's like a conversation we've had but they can have their phone And so they're allowed to use it in passing. They're allowed to use it at lunch. And so they already feel that lessening of restriction. And they're very forthcoming. Like we did a free write and my kids were like, the high school's so awesome. The middle school's a prison. Like they were already so excited. (laughs) You've Um, never been to prison. (laughs) Right. They don't actually. But then you get to your junior year. And I do think most teachers who have exclusively upperclassmen also start to alleviate some of those like no i can never see your phone rules so i almost feel like in a way it's kind of scaffolded at least in the core classes like i can't speak to what all of the elective teachers are doing but and our principal though we have like a note that can't be seen or out rule is also like but it's up to you how you want to manage that in your room so yeah so like the taking of cell phones is a very interesting (laughs) other caveat to this is um, my policy is I tell you once, put mm-hmm. it away. If I see it again, I'm coming over and I'm taking it. I'm so sorry. Is this not our policy? Well, yes, it is <laughs> our collective. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it is totally our pol- policy. We are sentient beings of each other. What, what? is the no, word I want? Copa, 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 copa. Nope, it's not Keep going, keep going. You keep going. Anyway. I'm sorry, that was mean. Symbiotic. That's the word I want. It came to me. See, symbiotic. Copacetic. Anyway. At any rate, if they fight me on that, then they get a write-up. I am a little bit more lenient where I will just tell them to put it away and then I don't like taking I don't like taking your phone. I don't no, want to touch your nasty phone. No. I don't know where it's been. I look at you and don't think you've washed your hands recently, so I just don't want to touch it. I, I don't want any of the shards of broken glass on your phone like in my hand <laughs> right. because most of them have busted phones. Right. Right. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't want most, it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. <laughs> but if I deem it a problem and yeah. you're sitting back there smiling down at your crotch every two seconds, <laughs> I'm I, I we're doing it. really right? nailing it with the question. <laughs> we got earwax. We got crotch smiles. <laughs> crotch <laughs> smiles. Another great band name, by the way. <laughs> crotch smiles. <laughs> but oh god, truthfully, it it comes down to there's some legal things too with cell phones. Like oh yeah, as soon as you touch that phone. Now you're liable for a lot of other things yeah. to happen. You know, as soon as it clicks on and there's, I don't know, a naked 15-year-old on the cover or whatever, you know, there are just... That's why I don't I, touch it. I just have a basket that they put it in and then I place the basket. And I never want to see it. And I never want to see it. Yeah. 
Um, and I make them turn it off completely. That's the other thing. I'm just mm-hmm. like, turn your phone off completely. And it's just going to sit on the ed- end of my desk. Mm-hmm. So I will physically take it. Do you ever like office. take it and take it to the office or anything? Um, I did for my classes that were at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so like my seventh hour class, I would take it and give it to the office person. Um, but otherwise I would just take it for that hour. I had a couple of instances where I took it the entire day and I made them take it to the office um, because it was the end of the day that they had it out. And I was like, I'm sick of this. So I'm going to call your first hour and make you go drop off your phone, which is also another babysitting thing that I shouldn't feel like I have to do Uh um, with regard to phones. So, I mean, you know, the schools that make the decision not to have phones. Yeah. They're taking a lot of that weight off of teachers Uh and the legal battles and even the safety concerns, right? Like Sam was saying on social media, they, you know, or bad Instagram, like Eric was saying, like, sorry, last year we were in full lockdown at our school because of threats that were being made during the school day on social media. And all of the kids had access to it because they do still have their phone. And the kid in the first place could have made those threats. Because they had their phone. And so I can see value in if the phone's not here, we can actually just like do class things and not have to worry about this additional aspect. Right. But prior to cell phones, because I I was in high school in that age, like we (laughs) still had those things happen. Those kids that they weren't at school would just call in and make threats. I think. And and I get like it's Mm -hmm. so much the access, right, is so Mm -hmm. much easier. Um, I, I still think like looking at a comprehensive way of teaching young students prior to middle school mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. cell phone usage, whether it's in health classes or soci or social studies, uh, almost like sociology, studies. like <laughs> yeah. middle schoolers, yeah, yeah elementary. Hey, you're never too young <clears throat> to care about society. But even yeah. in, in terms of, you know, I think at middle school, that might be a little too late to start having those conversations. And maybe if you do anything, it's better than nothing. But mm-hmm. at the middle school age, they're, they're kind of in that pre-puberty or puberty age. And they're going to maybe take pictures of things that are inappropriate. So starting even younger of saying, hey, like when you put something out there, it's out there forever. Right. Mm-hmm. And just having some of those conversations when they're young and really impressionable and maybe not as impulsive with some of it, I, th- I think would be really beneficial in talking about um, ah. even the ramifications of like threats and things like that. Because in my mind, and I don't know the full situation, hopefully something came of that through the legal system that if somebody's making reliable threats to lock down a school, that there would be some, it's a complex issue. Sure. We could talk about it yeah. off mic. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I uh, guess I just wonder, okay, so if we're talking pre-middle school, mm-hmm. um, so now it's elementary, so like fourth grade, fifth grade, maybe? Mm-hmm. At what point is it the parent's responsibility to do some of this too? Oh, it all you should. Know? Everything yes. that's taught, well... You know, within reason, most things in school should also be reinforced at home. Right. But because they're, it ties back to, to what students are doing in the school day, I think 
the school, it, from an economic standpoint, there's a huge spillover benefit. The school's going to reap rewards for mm-hmm. pouring just a little bit into it. Um, yeah, absolutely. There's an onus on parents. But it, I think it ties into relevant um, topics that are already being discussed. Yeah. You know? Well, and I, I, I think it honestly... I guess I have like two thoughts on that, right? Like one, there's a lot of work teachers do and are kind of now made accountable for or responsible for that we shouldn't be. But like the ultimate fact is like it impacts us, it impacts our environment. And like, if it's not going to be addressed, like it could maybe objectively make everybody's lives better if we do it. Not that we should have to, right? Like that's a bigger issue, but like ultimately someone's gotta. So like, if it'll make my day better, maybe I could like you said, pour into that a little bit. I also think though, this is like a topic where if you listen to the podcast and you are maybe not already a teacher, I would love to hear other people's opinions on because the number one response when I come up to a kid and I'm like, Hey, I need you to put your phone away. They're like, I'm texting my mom. It's always, I'm texting my mom. And then they'll show me, they're like, look, I'm texting my mom. And I'm like, that's great. She's not on the approved activities on the phone list. Like, I'm so sorry. This is still not a viable option. But there are parents who, like, if you're on social media or whatever, will leave comments like, no, I deserve unfettered access to my student for whatever reason. That's my kid. I deserve to contact them. You can't impede me from contacting my kid. And, like, I I guess don't, I don't have children, but I guess I don't disagree with that. Like, that's your kid. Oh, I can't tell you what to do with them, but also respect you are the like school day, the impeding, class time, yeah. like, and also honestly. like, there's a lot of now your kid can't function unless they ask their mom a question first. And like, that's not ideal either. Right. I, so I, I'm the parent here, right. so I'll, I'll chime in. <clears throat> my, my children are young, so it's maybe not quite the same. I think I should have unfettered access to my children. Mm-hmm. I do not think they should have unfettered access to me. Oh, okay. Mm. okay. Okay. You know, I should be able to text my child during the day mm-hmm. because my schedule may not align to theirs and mm-hmm. schools are dynamic and things change, mm-hmm. but they still should follow the policies of where they're at. But mm-hmm. then you could also like, as the parent call the office at the school to extend the message. Like if it's so important, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, it's still, I guess the thing that annoys me is it's always the kids who like, you know, they're, they're doing the crotch smile at each other from across the room. Like they are clearly sure. snapping each other. Yeah. And so I call them out and they're like, I'm texting my mom. Like they still will say yeah. like, and clearly a lie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I have kids who are, I fully believe yeah, they are texting right. their mom. I have, yeah. But, but I'm like, so text your mom in passing, text your mom at lunch. Right. If it's an emergency, That's... tell me, I'll give you access to the school phone. You can call your mom right now. Well, like it's and, totally and, cool. And making sure that parents know this. Mm-hmm. Right. Of like, yeah, t- if you need to text your child because, and sometimes emergencies happen, just mm-hmm. know that if we're in the middle of something, they need to be focused. And, and if it's a true emergency, call the office and, right. and th- there's a different way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I do appreciate it. I've had students who come up to me, come up to me mm-hmm. at the beginning of class and they'll say, hey, this stuff is going on. Yeah. Yes. It, like I might get a text like i might have a thing that i need to worry about and i'm like okay you're being professional about this i understand that's that's totally cool um which i don't think that every student knows to do that that's where some of that education can come in and say yeah if if something's going on like if you just tell people most people are really really understanding oh yeah 
And if they're not, go to the office. Like, mm-hmm. say, hey, I need to be excused and go to the office and, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and it makes me wonder, too, if there could be a, um, you know, this is kind of, I'm not a parent, so I don't know. Like a boot camp for parents. Like, hey, your kid's about to be <laughs> in this grade. Well, that's just the state indoctrination right there. What, what are some <laughs> expectations? Because mm-hmm. we do have back to school nights. We right. do have these things that parents can go to to get information about their their kids for whatever reason. So why not do something like that at, let's say, fourth grade, fifth grade, where it's parents and students and it's a device talk. Yeah. And you come in, yeah. you know, whatever that, that, you know, it doesn't have to take very long, but it could set that groundwork of those yeah. expectations for parents as well as students. Almost more as like a PSA. Kind of yeah. 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 But there's print material they can make. There's, right, there's for media sure. exactly. along with that instead of like, yeah, there, I think there could be a concerted effort made if, if we want to be able to utilize this as a tool and not just say, Hey, we're, we're just going to get rid of it completely. Right. So I think you lose a lot. Yeah. It's easy. I think to say by getting rid of them, oh man, we're getting rid of all these really negative things, but we're also getting rid of a lot of really positive things. A lot of potential. Yes. Right. But they are yeah. tools. Mm-hmm. They can be very helpful. And again, it's it's unrealistic to expect, like, when you step outside of school, you know, like, yeah. your phone's in your pocket. Right. I have my phone, like, literally yep. right here. Mine's over there. So, so like, I'm evolved. I yeah. did specifically put it face down. I'll say that. <laughs> and when you were in, like, elementary and middle school, I don't, I don't know if your schools taught you, like, we would have things on... Like road safety, railroad track safety, even gun safety. Yeah. Yes. Things that weren't really pertinent to the school, but there was that that bigger benefit overall. And I'm like, man, you know, I, I, I think there's benefit in talking about not just cell phones, but, but technology in general. Right. So society. We live <laughs> in a society. You know, though, I have yet to use stop, drop, and roll my entire life. Well, I just want just to say that you've never been on that fire. That I've never been set on fire. <laughs> you're, you're I've never needed on, it. Um, right. One time I set my butt on fire and it was helpful news. Did you stop, drop, drop, and roll? Well, I like smothered it with my blanket, which I assume I learned. I was not a Boy Scout. So someone um, taught me that. Can somewhere. I ask for elaboration on why your butt was on fire? I liked to play with candles <laughs> like, I don't have you a good... sat on a candle okay so all right it was like 11 jacob your discretion whether you want to keep this in or not and then i have a funny phone adjacent story but that i have to share it's so short anyway so like um i was working on a school project actually it was for romeo and juliet and i was like you know what would make this portfolio better it's like 11 at night right everybody's asleep um that's when i do my best work um so it's like 11 at night and i'm like this would be a better portfolio if it looked aged I'm going to burn the edges of this computer paper that's covered in ink. Um, and I'm just going to do this on my bed because that's also where I do my best work is like sitting on top of my made bed. Right. Um, so that like immediately was in flames. <laughs> and then like the flames are like floating down onto my bedspread, which is made of, you know, a textile and is also flammable. So it was oh, I contained it. Nobody knows. Sorry, mom and dad. So it was, <laughs> almost burned the house down. I was gonna it was just that one time. It was for school. for school. It was for All school. For school. And my project was really good. <laughs> Did it turn out? Well, no, that one completely okay. was set on fire. Yeah. But then I tried it again in a smarter way and it was better. It was for science. Science and English and learning. You know? 
Oh, so it, was, it wasn't due like the next day. Oh, it was definitely due the next day. <laughs> so you so you just reprinted it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's 11 p.m. Do you know where your children are? It's really the question. Interesting. Wait, I thought you said this entire time you set your butt on fire. No, my bed. Not my bed. bed. I heard butt. I heard butt. Oh. And I so also that's heard butt, but I, knew the, but I knew the story. Bed. So yeah. I'm sorry. I'll work uh, on my enunciation. I'm kind of disappointed now. Me too, because I was like, when <laughs> was did you like set naked? your butt on fire? <laughs> that's why I said, no, that's why I said, did you sit on a also candle? Also, I do my best work. <laughs> <laughs> um, for my actual best phone-related story that I just have to say, and then... You can end the things, yes. Well, yeah, I was going to say, if you can do that, and then if somebody wants to wrap it up. It's, uh, sure. I'll, okay. okay. You got this? Yeah. Um, so I had a student last year. He's a senior. Um, we're semi-close. He was in speech and scholar bowl and all of those good things. And one day he comes in with his shirt. Um, and I'm like, not really paying attention, right? But he's got his phone out when I'm talking. And I'm like, hey, I need you to put that phone away. And then he just points to his shirt. And I look at it and it says, but I'm texting my mom. <laughs> I was like, did you set me up for this joke? Like, are you even on your phone or you just wanted to point at the shirt? So that reminds me of an April Fool's joke I did as a teacher about a cell phone. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'll keep it, but I feel like I need to tell this. And maybe you've heard it. I don't know. I'm excited. So it's April Fool's. This is still time of like the flip phone. So smartphones aren't a thing yet. And there was a, a student that had just gotten her cell phone and then made a big deal out of, out of it, like leading up to April fools. <laughs> and I had told her, I was like, Hey, I'm going to give you this old flip phone. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to have it out and I'm just going to keep telling you to put it away. And eventually I'm going to like snap and like throw it across the room. <gasps> But don't like, don't <laughs> let anybody else know. And she was, she was really quiet. She had transferred in. <laughs> She's a freshman. <laughs> and so the plan goes into action. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm like, all right. It's time. Phone's out. I'm like, okay, you need, you need to put the phone away. All right. We're, we're here to learn, but put your phone away. I know it's new. All right, teach, teach, teach. Hey, no, really, you need to put the phone away. I know you just got it. It's super excited. Put it away. And it just escalates. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you again. You're going to put it <laughs> away or I'm going to take it. And then finally, I just snap. Well, I had not informed the aide in my room that this joke <gasps> oh, was in place. No. <laughs> so this whole time, she thinks it's real. Oh. And before I can get to the phone she's like sarah i think he's really upset and you're gonna really need to put this away and i've never seen him like this so i'm like oh my gosh like i've put this student in a really awkward spot let alone the aide so i just like walk over i take the phone snap it in half and throw it across the room at the uh <laughs> at the wall and it explodes and it was glorious and the rest of the poor students in my room had this look and I start laughing the student starts laughing and then I begin to apologize to the aide of like yeah this was a joke it's a fake phone and everybody else was laughing and then the poor aide after class she was like I was really nervous and I didn't know what to do 
And just another moment in my life where I took a joke too far. <laughs> um, sorry, I have another moment. So oh, yeah. my first year of teaching, this is like in the first week of my first year of teaching. I had a kid who has like his very expensive smartphone, especially because like, so this is 10 years ago now. And I feel like smartphones were more expensive and also more fragile, right? He has this very expensive smartphone on his desk and I'm like, hey, I need you to put that phone away. And it's in an OtterBox case. If you're listening to this and you don't understand what an OtterBox case is supposed to mean, definitely Google that. Anyway, so he like, he's like, okay, fine, I'll put my phone away and throws it over his shoulder. Um, he was sitting like right in front of the wall at the back. It bounces off the wall, hits the ground and shatters. <gasps> and I was like, I'm not responsible for this phone. <laughs> Like, I just wanted you to put your phone away, not turn it into a small firework. Nobody ever talked to me about it. So clearly not my fault. That's a good time. Do box, That's for sure. Yeah. It was rough. Warranty or something. Oh. So, so cell phones. Yay. Nay. I mean, it sounds like most of us are on the team of like, cell phones can be good if, if used properly. Um, we'd love to hear from you if you have, you know, an opinion on anything that we said about cell phones. Um, you know, we live in a digital age and it's, it's really something to consider and it's a complex issue to try to attack, you know, there's not a one size fits all solution. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think with the right approach, they can be very useful in the classroom. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any comments, questions, uh, topic suggestions, anything like that, please feel free to reach out to us. We have an email address. It is WTWA at 277media.com, where the whiteboards are, WTWA at 277media.com. Hey, thanks for listening to Where the Whiteboards Are. The opinions expressed in our podcast are that of the individuals and do not represent the opinions of their employers, school districts, or communities in which they work.